0: Good afternoon, welcome to Markets Midday. It's Harry here for Market Matters on Tuesday, the 15th of August. Uh, the ASX is having a pretty good day today. It's up 40 points, it's plus 0.56% to 73.17. Got a whole spate of things to talk about today. We'll kick things off with um, a bit of economic data. Australian wages were out this morning, plus 3.6%, it was slightly below expectations but still some pretty solid wage growth coming through. Uh, pros and cons to that though, so obviously wage, wage inflation is, is inflation and the RBA has got to tackle that, uh, but slightly below expectations there. It still does mean there's a bit of a crunch on uh, discretionary spending um, and um, you know, the discretionary portion of household budgets out there as well. Um, and, uh, but overall, some okay numbers there. China, uh, they were out with industrial production and retail sales, both of them were soft. This morning, they did cut rates, which was a bit of a shock, a bit of a surprise there. So a bit of stimulation coming through in one respect over in China. Markets sort of calling for a little bit more in terms of hands-on approach, uh, pumping some money into that economy there. Um, that's probably the next leg higher for um, for, for resource stocks if, if and when that does come. But for now, cut rates uh, trying to drive a bit of growth in China. In terms of sector performance today, healthcare is up 3.24%. Both CSL and Cochlear have uh, reported earnings today and both of them beat. So that's what's helping that sector higher. Tech is up 0 point, is up 1.92% at the moment. The worst sector is real estate is down 0.46% and telcos down 0.14%. The hottest stocks today, Lake resources, LKEs, are up 12, uh, 23.81% uh, Life 360, 360 is a ticker, up thirteen point five six percent 6%. And GUD Holdings, GUD is a ticker, up 10.96%. The weaker stocks SEEK, S-E-K, down 6.41%. Challenger, CGF, down 5.6%. And RGN, which is Region Group, RGN, down 3.21%. Talk about SEEK first. Obviously, reporting season, um, there's plenty to talk about. There's a number of companies I'll touch on today. A few will touch on the afternoon report, a few that we won't, um, and we'll add a few into the afternoon reports, so make sure you cross that one today because there is a whole suite of uh, companies reporting at the moment. Seek, obviously the weakest performer on the ASX today. FY23 results are okay. Revenue, 1.23 billion was in line. EBITDA of 546 million was a bit behind the 5.56 expected. MPAT, small B, 255 mil versus 251. Expected Australian Revenue Group at 5%, despite a 4% fall in ad volumes. Really strong pricing helped offset, uh, obviously, volume fall there. Costs were up, though. That was probably the main concern for the market in terms of FY23 numbers. Uh, but they did talk to higher premium ad rates in Asia, offsetting a 9% decline in volume there. Costs were pretty well controlled in Asia. OPEX was in line with PCP. Guidance is weak though, so that's probably what's really kicking the stock today. Uh, Mostly on soft employment outlook in Australia, they're expecting EBITDA of 520 to 560 million in FY24. That's about a 7% missed consensus. Stock's down about 7% today. It had a really strong run into this result too. So obviously pretty well positioned. Market was pretty bullish. Seek ahead of today's numbers. They've missed. It's pulled back. Uh, But it has sort of found a bit of a low. It was was down uh, a little bit more earlier on today. Having got NAB next, NAB it's up one point two seven percent. This is only a third quarter update for the bank. They said one point nine billion in cash earnings for the quarter was a small beat. NIMs fell five basis points there in the quarter, so that's a bit soft. No volume growth, but costs were up three percent on staff and tech. They're still talking to 400 million of productivity savings in this financial year um, i think that's a long way away for the bank maybe they're front running the costs now um, and uh, probably see that roll off in the fourth quarter but it still seems a long way away at the moment they've seen um, the slight uptick in 90 day past use Loans there, so credit quality is still really strong, but it is starting to turn a little bit. The surprising one today was a $1.5 billion buyback. So, if you go back to the half year result only three months ago, they talked about holding uh, and reducing sort of capital returns to shareholders while they look at it and review the data. Today, they've gone and backflipped on that one $1.5 billion on market buyback of shares. They have about 40 basis points of CET1 headroom over their target 11 to 11.5% range. This will pull it back by about 35 bips as well. So still still should be above that range there uh, once his buyback's completed, probably a few more uh, dollars in the door over the next three months as well ahead of their full-year results and then the dividend to be paid out of that. But um, yeah, big, big, big buyback from NAB. We it's not the last time we'll see a bank buyback this time around. As we, as we saw in COVID, banks tend to raise money at lows and buy back at highs. So maybe this is a sign that this is a turning point in the banks. But um, once again, big money being returned to shareholders. I look at Temple and Webster next. TPW is down 4.94%. It's an e-commerce business. They're selling furniture online. Revenue is down 7%, but in line with expectations at $394 million. NPAT at $8.3 million was down 40% year-on-year, year, but a $3 million beat to a consensus. Really strong second-half performance, particularly around margins there. And a good FY23 uh, set of numbers. Guidance and commentary was probably a bit of co- bit of concern for the market, and hence why the stock struggled today. They said revenue to the of August was up 13% year-on-year, year, but Marketing spend is picking up as well, so that's going to result in uh, margins of uh, one to three percent. Market was at four point three percent, so that's a massive miss in terms of market uh, margins. That obviously means a pretty decent miss in terms of earnings in FY '24, and that's hence why the stock's being sold off a little bit. It's been really choppy. The uh, consumer discretionary space has been um, you know, up and down like a yo-yo over like, recent weeks and months. TBW has been quite strong and um, obviously just some slightly concerning commentary coming through, and that uh, is what's really weighing on the stock. We'll have a look at Treasury wine estates quickly as well. TWE, it's up 3.29%. Revenue in line at $2.42 billion. EBITs, EBIT S, which is their sort of main earnings uh, marker, that was up 11.4% at $583.5 million pretty much in line with the market largely you know in line fy23 business has done really well to grow ebs despite the headwinds of china so tariffs some uh, wine heading into china out of australia were slapped on twe not that long ago they've had to redivert and re re-manage their supply chain um, and their inventory chain out there they said ebit s margin guidance was in line with expectations as well so overall um, pretty decent set of numbers the stock has been really choppy of late and probably a little bit weaker into this result than we would have expected. It's a company we like. It's a space we want to own. uh, It's probably a free kick in there if that China tariff does get removed as well. So the stock's doing quite well today, up three odd percent. Having a look at Asia markets now. Japan's is up 0.87%. Hong Kong Hang Seng down about half percent. U.S. futures are up. S&P up 0.1%. Nasdaq up 0.2%. We'll get retail sales out of the U.S. tonight. We're expecting that to be up 0.3 to 0.4% over there. But for now, that's all for markets at midday. I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and look out for the Market Matters report. It's going to be a big one on this afternoon, Tuesday afternoon here in markets with reporting season going on and a bit of economic data more to talk about there but for now that's all for markets at midday today